Hi, loved ones. Welcome back. If you guys are here today, I'm assuming you were on yesterday and you're looking forward to the live remedy. Um, you guys are already on point with your faces. And one thing that we ask is please put your questions in the chat. I know that with these live remedies, more are going to come up and please make sure that the wording is very accurate and it's not a lengthy answer. That way we can answer them more quickly. And as you know, this will also be posted on YouTube. Pretty much that's all I got because you guys are on point and you're regulars. So enjoy. Hello, everyone. I think we're coming online here. Let's see what. Okay, I think I'm on. Am I on? Yeah, we're looking good. It says we're having trouble loading your feed. What does that mean? We're seeing you just fine. Yeah. Okay, so I'm just gonna. So I do. Yeah, but this thing's asking me to reload or check connection. So that's probably. We'll do that right now. Reboot it. We should be fine. Okay, we should be fine. Okay, so Bryce is on the road. Uh, so he's actually going to miss this. So I'm going to tear right into this component of what it is we're all truly trying to do here. The spirit, the energy of us taking this as the most serious thing we are experiencing in our lives right now, each and every one of us. This, this is more important than your children. This is more important than your dog and your cat. This is way more important than your mortgage payment. This is way so far beyond your nine to five job. But I know we all have to deal with these things to make all these elements work. Again, that's why we are working so hard here in the background, trying to punch our way through peacefully, quietly, getting the job done so that we can come right to the aid and assistance of loved ones like you. Now, again, Bryce has been a, a decent friend of mine and Dean's for you know, a number of years now. Now, this is why I'm going to lean extra hard on him right now and use him as an example. Bryce, this is for you, buddy. The fact that you're on the road, I don't care where it is you're going or where it is you're coming from. It's not as important as this. There's no excuses here, dude. You're one of our better soldiers. I need you to lead way better by example. I don't care if your mom just got hit by a bus, to be honest with you. I don't. We don't. Creator doesn't. That event was going to happen regardless. This needs to be front and foremost. We are all putting our lives literally on the line here. And it should feel like that. That's why this comes with such a, sometimes a, an uneasy feeling or um, an uncertainty, you know, things of this nature. That's because we were the closest to perfect specimens dropped into an abstract construct. Call that the matrix. Let's charge these individuals with a few things and let's just see what they do. Hence the game we're all involved in. Hence we're being watched. Hence that we get, we get removed from a certain situation once it's enough tests. You know, if we're going to claim we follow scripture or whatever holy text it is that your culture pays homage to, it's virtually all the same. If you can take out the odd little twists that the capitalists injected into those scriptures, right, just, just to control us, we can still see through the meat and potatoes of everything. And this is why a guy like Bryce, bless his heart, needs spiritual alignment needs to be at these meditations five minutes before they start. So he's settled. He's clear. When, 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 when Bryce comes on here and he's talking about how, his, how he's lost his voice, are you kidding? That's the opposite of what we want to be having happen here, loved ones. This is where Bryce needs much tuning. 
And Bryce is now going to go back and watch this and say, oh, shit, yeah, Danny, you're right. Sorry, man. <laughs> I know you're sorry, dude, but put extra meat and potatoes into this more than we ever have. But again, loved ones, this is you just sitting down and being centered, being calm, being cool, losing their voice, unacceptable. If you're losing your voice, that's because the words you're choosing are not having the desired effect you wanted them to. Why is that? I can sit here and just spit this shit out with a, at, at a whispers level and I can have an incredible impact on things. Why is that? Because I've spent a little bit of time learning to control myself, my emotions, right? Getting dialed loved ones. This stuff's important. This again, this is what the judges are looking for. Does it sound like you're coming in peace when you're yelling and screaming? Does it sound like you've surrendered when you're losing your voice? You see how we're missing things here? And this is why this actually now turns out to be more valuable than it would have been. Why? Because we got to talk about this. So me using Bryce here as a situation to teach others how we should be, how we should ought to all changing ourselves. Again, the entire concept here of, of resurrection and baptism, loved ones, is literally we are not meant to be today what we were yesterday. We're to be something better, cleaner, spiritually more aligned. I don't know, whatever. Just make one little bit of progress every day. You know what? If you do that every day, you're already on the right path. Because you're not being distracted with stupid shit that's taking your mind off of th the important stuff. And again, that's Satan Caesar's game at its best. And we're all victims of it. We have all have been our whole lives. I know that better than anybody. Remember, I'm Dean's older brother. So <laughs> I've seen everything Dean has in a few more years. So I've actually learned to apply those few extra years. But a combination of all of us coming together now, taking, you know, just again, little tweaks, little adjustments, a little better every day. I'm not asking for complete perfection right now. No, that's, not, that's, that's unattainable today. But you know what? By the end of this week, it sure might be a lot closer than it is today. So just dial up, people. Um, when you're in that zone, as I'm talking about this flow of stuff, the words will penetrate, but they won't stick. You know, why is that? Because you are entertained and consumed by the feeling of the energies coming out of this thing right here. That's the message that we're all listening to. You'll notice when I start talking about the legalese side of things, that becomes very hypnotic. It becomes very, uh, I don't know what the hell he's talking about, but you know what? It still feels spot on because it's that fluid in that individual and that woman over there and that one and that one and that one. And once we all start talking the same language again, loved ones, I had this firsthand experience in my life 25-ish years ago when a very good friend of mine and Dean's back in the day, we went on a very long road trip. We were gone for a month. No plan, just picked up and left the next morning. Credit cards, a couple of t-shirts. We stopped off at the grocery store. We took off for a month just to see if we could do what our little job was that we wanted to do. In this journey, I asked this gentleman that was accompanying Dean and I, very spiritual guy, very heart-centered, one of the kindest men I've ever met. This guy goes on to suggest to me that, hey, Christ's return happens when we can all speak the same language. And again, I've mentioned this and I felt horrible for this for 25 years. I made him feel so bad. I made him, I, I, in my mind, I thought I made him look so stupid as, as to the absurdity of how will we ever speak the same language. That, my friend, 20, 25 years ago, 
I actually made the guy cry because I actually brought such a compelling argument to the contrary of his belief. He literally had a bit of a breakdown. This is a grown ass man. 25 years later, I'm apologizing. That's me eating my own humble pie. When we can act in a better manner, loved ones, when we can do better, when no one's watching, <laughs> that's what counts. I don't care if we can turn on the everybody likes me face or persona when being watched. Again, is that the real us? No, we're focusing on the real us, which is why I love to see your faces. I love to see your reactions because every time I see the spark, that's what drives the shit coming out of us right now. That's why I get out of bed a little extra early every day, go to bed a little extra late every night. Why? Because this stuff, I, it doesn't get dealt with until it's dealt with. And it's a very powerful force, loved ones. And that's why you're all right now. So back to the price scenario again, I'm just trying to hammer some ideas into all of our heads here. Take this idea of doing better. And if, if, hey, I'll tell you what, if you're not going to do it today because you've got too much life commitment, inspire somebody else to do it. Get them to do it for you then. How's that? At least you put some kind of intent forward with, with goodness, really, right behind it. That is the little trigger event that gets you in a position where you can hear these words quicker. You can assimilate this paperwork and you can say, oh, okay, Darren, I gotcha. Ah, uh, but with also such chief facts must be stated as manifest that proper notice was given to and by the parties complained of concerning the manners complained of and that good consideration and sufficient liabilities attached. There, once we can prove that, it's over. We win. <laughs> that is the technical red version we're always talking about. This is the stuff where we don't really need to be able to say this but we need to be able to do it i can help interpret okay what, what did that actually say okay so when we're dialing in our affidavits which is what today's episode's about i'm about to screen share another version because i have an opening paragraph in this affidavit that really locks our situation down it describes the titles it describes intent it's moving a to b it's sufficient in nature and character like it's doing some stuff so, so again, I actually, I don't think there's a single paragraph in this affidavit that is the same as the one that I posted the other night. So that's how much this stuff can evolve. That's how fluid it is. We can really compress this stuff right down. And literally, loved ones, based on the paragraph you're about to see, it's about, it's, it's a little bit condensed, right? But it's, cro it's cropped both dimensions. So it's a little squished. But with that element and maybe just a few more paragraphs, really, that's all our affidavit has to be. Literally a page, maybe a page and a half. If we take 40 pages to try to get our message across, again, mine and Dean's failing. We're not doing a very good job getting that message across if it takes us 40 pages. So you know what? Let's just get right into it here. I'm going to try sharing my screen on my own for the first time, see if I can do this. Come on, baby. Hang on. Uh, <laughs> okay, yep. That's the one I want. And then I want to do this. Okay, so... Aha. Okay, so this is something I'm cranking out for Jody here again. Um, crank out your affidavit. You know what? Again, because when you see, well, under the court rules, this particular court rule and this one, this is how we bring affidavits in. Don't be afraid of using that as a title or as a part of your um, 
commencement of your affidavit. Why? Because as soon as a notary sees this, as soon as a lawyer sees this, as soon as the judge sees this, as soon as a clerk sees this, that shit grabs their attention because they know it's coming from within their scope of what they've been immediately trained to do. So again, this is going to help set the stage, get our stuff in there a little bit quicker. Uh, style of proceeding. Okay, so this, you would actually delete this. You would literally right get rid of style of proceeding because why? This is the style of proceeding. So the thing being, hey, I intend or may do one day, take this affidavit and use it for court purposes at some level. So this affidavit is in support of a notice of intent. Notice of intent is, is basically a standalone notice. You could literally have a separate page drafted that's titled notice of interest and then describe stuff. That could be attached into a schedule later or as an exhibit. Okay, so that's one method of opening this door here. The notice of intent is important. Notice of private appointment of trustees. That implies there's a trust in place. You can't appoint no trustees if there's no trust. If there's no trust, there's no for new trustees. So you see how you got to have the trust first. This is you as a result of us coming into information. I know now, Your Honor, to express a trust. That result, the judge now takes it, and he looks at it, and he goes, okay, I can construct a trust with all of this. He's, he's like the master, he's like one of the master builders. He can put all the foundational requirements in place by looking at the intent expressed in our affidavits and in our deed of trusts. These two things combine to get the job done. And then duly executing it is really all we need to be doing here. So, okay, I've left this paragraph up for a second. I guess we've all had a little bit of a peek at it. Uh, okay, so I, Jody Lynn, of or at, near, Clearwater, British Columbia, whatever, per, uh, protected purchaser for value without notice. So right here, we're already establishing a title. They know exactly what bona fide protected purchaser for value without notice means. It means that A, you've purchased your rights back. B, you're showing up probably to convey a title or an interest. C, you've attached valuable consideration to this whole thing. D, you're wrapping it all up in a trust. And judging by this next paragraph, the registrar would not need to read anything else is what we're trying to do here. So uh, uh, just let me show you something here. Okay, so when you start with the, the opening caption of the affidavit here, right? So right after it says, without notice, affirm that. Okay, my paragraph doesn't exist in their form. It goes right into this. I am called Jody Lynn. I am duly present. Being duly present is an incredible statement right there. There's the duality. Here's the, yeah, I know I'm deemed to be the person, so I got to show up in person. It seems to be the only freaking way we're going to get any remedy over here. Aha. Uh -huh. But look, I also brought the real me with it. And because I got the person and the real me identified properly here, that may set the stage, Your Honor, for under the doctrines of merger, one of these titles to be moved and as a result of that one title moving, another title gets inserted here into your back pocket, which is what we're always trying to do. Uh, okay, so I just want to go back to this opening paragraph here again. So let's just fill in a few blanks. 
Okay, look at the way this reads. Again, loved ones, this is not my wording. I pulled this word for word out of one of the equity textbooks. And then I just inserted the couple of words that are relating to our particular circumstance. Again, remember, equity is a general blanket. It covers everything. It's up to you to show up and say, okay, I need, I need this particular piece or this particular part or this particular remedy I'm, I'm praying for. And these are all things that we need to be talking about just briefly in our affidavit. Okay, so that by a bond duly sealed and executed, oh, what bond are we particularly talking about right here? Ah, the, the fact that we're talking about a perfected interest attached to a bond, that birth certificate, backing or giving value to my claim means I cannot be acting in person. Persons bring no value to their contracts. Everything's a construct over there. Everything's an illusion. That's all Hollywood. Different realm here. Okay, so got the date. Now, what's the date? Well, let's talk about that for a second. Duly executed and dated. So that would be the date you actually duly execute that thing. What, Darren, what's duly executing it mean? Okay, the little blurb we put on the birth certificate, part of our adverse claim, that is it. That becomes the execution part. And as soon as you sign it with a date on it, boom, whereof the condition was huh, a perfected interest in a particular certificated security in registered form held by you, about to be transferred. We don't have to quite describe that right here, but they get where this is flowing. You, the petitioner, became the creditor of that said little golden goose egg. And that this part carries out the petitioner's title right here. It's already been done. It's been established. He or she claims as heir because the result of this whole scheme now again, scheme, we may have thought that that was, a, oh, that's a bad word. We shouldn't use the word scheme because it implies deceit. It implies deception. Wrong. That's a land titles word. A scheme is a plan. A plan. What do you got? Draw it for us. Give us some measurements. Give us some elevations. Give us some precept of what it is you want to do so that we can look at it. Do a survey. Once the survey's done, there's enough information contained in a survey. Did you know your birth certificate is technically a surveyor's certificate? Evidencing land that someone has at least expressed some type of interest in. That's why this certificate has generated itself. The system doesn't really just spit out these names and estates and registration numbers without the event actually happening. So this opening paragraph again. We're following uh, the petitioner's title now. Because we can follow it, that means the thing exists. That A or B, that, sorry, that A, B, that would be you, on or about the day of, whenever that was, was seized of and entitled to certain lands situate in. Okay, what would be the thing that you're seized of? What are you seized of? What are you... If you're dispossessed of something or you're possessed of something, this is where seized comes in. And, and then you can actually go in. This is, our, this is what they call archaic. They don't really use this anymore, anymore. But livery of sizing is where seized comes from. 
And ultimately, this is going to boil down to, okay, who's got the thing? And then who claims to be the true owner of the thing? And we're talking about transfers again. That's why land titles is so important, which is why Satan, his little angle here was, okay, you know, slice them from the ability to express themselves as being connected to the land. Because only an heir, H-E-I-R, an heir, an heiress of an estate, the heir of an estate is the only thing that can be connected to the land. Believe it or not, public citizens are not heirs. Persons like that are not allowed to be heirs by law, and especially in equity. Look into it. <laughs> That's the thing. So we're talking about being sized, seized, encased. I've got a something. I've, I've been... I'm, 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 I'm suffocating in concrete. I've been surrounded. I'm seized of an interest. I got it. What is that interest you got? Well, it's the legal one. And I got the equitable one over here, but we'll get to that in a second. So that now that I can prove I've got the thing, I can now show up to get rid of it. How you came to get the thing is actually pretty important, though. Yeah, we're born with certain parts of this. Yeah, certain other parts show up in the mail. And then through the grace of our Father above injecting us with all this wisdom, your honor, I came up with this scheme. What do you think? The judge actually goes and approves what it is you're scheming to do. Talk about our scheme in our affidavit. The affidavit is what, is what gets the scheme into the courthouse so the judge can look at your scheme. It all has to arrive in an affidavit. Imagine an affidavit is just a box. And inside this box, you got stuff. Now, usually, the public has access to your box. They can go right in there. They can take shit out. They can put their shit in. They can do all kinds of stuff. They can, they can completely screw up your box. And, they, and you've given them the right to do it, which is why we can't come forward and complain later. But rather than complain and be belligerent and, end, and all that other kind of shit we know now not to do, we know we express these trusts. So what this thing right here, loved ones, this opening paragraph, it's establishing titles. It's establishing positions, suggesting something like a trust is coming down the pipe. As soon as the clerk reads this, they know oh, oh, <laughs> that the said you, previous to your disposition of a security interest, made and intended to create a trust. Oh, boy. This is already getting down such a legal path through equity that they know they got to turn on, put on a different hat, go reach for that stamp, blow the dust off of it. Cause that's the equitable chancery stamp. Get that one. Public's not entitled to that. Ah, but this, this character seems to be because there's a lot of meat and potatoes going on right here. And because you keep showing, look at this right again. Uh, so which was duly attested by as law required. So again, these are every word in here is a silver bullet. Okay, except for and and the and of. And even sometimes those words are more important than we think. Go do a little bit of research on some of these words. Almost all of these are going to be in the glossary anyway. Uh, whether they're there uh, are there right now or not remains to be seen. Doesn't matter. Again, that glossary is to ever evolve. As we come up with more input, that thing just expands. Different, very, you know, different levels of these words. So for the, the crayon individuals can roll in and say, okay, what the hell does disposition mean? And we're getting some questions on where you're getting and pulling this information from. So can you explain that, please? Uh, this one, uh, I think we actually have the PDF of this book. And I think Kim can put that up for everybody. Okay, so this one is 
uh, original bill in chancery by some George Farron Esquire with notes and references to American and other authorities. Uh, this one is drawings and answers. The rules of practice for the courts of equity of the United States. So that's where this ultimately comes from. Now, again, but remember, loved ones, just because it comes from the U.S. means it's applicable everywhere. The United States was created in equity. Equity came from England back in the day to, boom, create the United States. The common law side of England came that little creation and wanted to be, you know, wanted it to become registered, wanted to become, again, under the umbrella of the common law system. That's what the Civil War is all about. You got one side doing equity, you got one side doing common law, and these guys are now killing each other. As it turns out, England prevails. But the South accomplished a lot of pretty cool shit too. So at the end of the day, again, another banker's war, trying to protect the at-law side. Because if the bankers just were smarter about this and let us you know, manage and help, ma <coughs> sorry, help manage our affairs here, which is what they're actually set up to do on standby, don't get me wrong, they don't want to be eliminated from this quantum equation. They're desperately, desperately trying to figure out how to be still a part of it. Now, that's where we can actually come in and we actually become the glue. When we're moving certificated securities around, or when we're paying securities into court, that's into the bank. Now, the judge has the ability to transmit, do something with the security, turn it into money. Now that money goes out the other, the other door. That's the entire function of the courthouse. Dealing with bonds, securities, persons, corporations, treasury issue. It's all commerce. There's very little justice in there. This is an economic machine. This is not what we think it is. But when we've been programmed as such as, you know, through the public system and as kids and da, 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 we come up with these ideas in our own head and they know that those ideas are in our head and then they have no problem steering that. And we just go along for the ride. So here we are doing what it is that, you know, we're going to get things set straight here, set the record proper, settle these titles, remove that cloud. Uh, okay, what were we talking about? Okay, and it, uh, uh, duly attested as required by law. And it has been duly proved by the statements herein, this affidavit. And as such, any attached exhibit thereto, marked A1, A5, whatever it is we're doing, and schedules backing the exhibits, being a part of this scheme. Again, we had to literally, now, okay, now, Darren, do we really have to do it all like this? How did Dean get himself out of solitary confinement? Did he do it all? No, he didn't do it all like this. But ultimately, that's why Dean got out of solitary confinement and then went back to jail six months later. Because, again, didn't get the nuts and bolts put into place, which is what Bryce is going to be doing here right away, which is what we're trying to do with this affidavit. All Bryce needs to do at this point is say, Your Honor, the evidence is before, you, is before the court. I don't need to say another effing word. I know what ought to happen. And I know you would, you, you would think, Your Honor, that given what's manifest before the court, you would have no problem closing this public court file for whatever public reason it is you need. I've already pled guilty to the facts. Good, boom, find it. Pass sentence now, done, over, correct? Sure. And then let's reconvene in 15 minutes where I know you can see the substance of what I'm doing here. 
And I know you know the meaning and the value of some of these words. Guess what, Your Honor? I did write this. I do know what this means. So go ahead, fire whatever question you want at me, because I know equity's got my back. And I know, even though it's a little bit technical, once we actually kind of get the feel of what's truly going on here, guess what happens? When you're spiritually aligned, when you're showing up for meditation class 10 minutes before, maybe even do another meditation afterwards, I don't know, there's, is there a, we, should, we should probably have a closing one. So that, hey, I, now I can process and deal with and put together and now assimilate and feel it, feel at peace and blessed and just so grateful I should be crying by the time this meditation is done. Maybe we should crank one of those out. I know Jody's listening, so she's probably already developing one. Moving forward. Okay, so I think everyone's got a screenshot of what we've got going on here. So, okay, so again, <coughs> being, duly, being duly present and as such have personal firsthand knowledge of the facts and the matters expressed herein. Now, again, this is this is out of the court rules of uh, British Columbia. This is exactly how they want their affidavits styled. This isn't my wording. I, I added, I am duly present. And that's it. Oh, hang on. I put, I put, because uh, typically they have I, comma, Jody Lynn, and then they go right into it. And when you add, I am called, when you're called, when you're called to do something, that means you are already reserved. Someone's reserved an interest in you. Someone with a higher power, with a higher authority has called you to do something. And just because you ignored that call your whole life and chose to act in person and represent sin and Caesar and Satan and all that other shit, does not defeat the original position of being called. Being named. I was called by God, by our Father, to do something in, a, in, in this clean name right here, again, Jody's surname, the last name. Again, why is it called last? You know what? Do you always want to be loud? Well, I do not want to be identified as anything last. But yet we all just kind of, yeah, that's kind of weird how the whole public system, they always want to know your last name. Okay, what's your last name? Why do we always start with what's your last name? Implying that you're last. And if you're last, you're late. And if you're late, you're going to miss probably the most important part of this segment, 20 minutes worth. If you're late, there's going to be consequences. But we can all learn from being late, being last. This is where we get to switch gears. That's the whole purpose of what we're doing here. That's why this, again, we're always scratching our heads. We're like, what the hell is he talking about here? Well, again, what I'm talking about here is this is the prerequisite opening statement of an affidavit out of the province of British Columbia, Canada. Every other province is going to have something very similar, if not exact. And then Commonwealth, it may be just tweaked here and there, but it's all basically going to be seeing that basic setup. Set now, again, I actually took the word sworn out because on the court form, it says sworn right here or affirmed that. Well, I'm just eliminating the whole sworn part altogether again. Why? I don't know. Bible says not to do it. And... What's the premise of all that? You know what? I don't have time to go figure that one out right now. All I know is I don't want to do it. So affirmed is a little bit better. Why? What if we're talking about the firmament? You know how scripture is talking about the waters above and the waters below? The two firmaments. Terra firma is dirt, land, firma. Firma meant firm, solid, dirt, concrete, wood, bricks, Oh, substance, all things good. Firm, firm, ah, eh, mind. 
Ment is mind. Firm of mind. I'm firm of mind. I'm of one of the firmaments. I have to be. I'm a firm mind, Your Honor. No, don't, I don't even want to say of sound mind. I'd rather say a firm mind because you know what sound? Sound is another naval term. It's another admiralty term, believe it or not. It is. Sound of alarms and sounding this and sound is sounding is very watery. So I'd rather stick on the, I, I'd rather throw in here rather than say of sound mind. I'm going to throw in, I'm going to say a firm mind. Have I done that before? No, but you know what? It's resonating pretty good with me right now. So suggesting that we're of the firmament means something's going on here. And again, a clerk isn't going to look at that and really it's right over their head, right? They're just kind of the, the A to Z must be exactly like this, da, 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 non to the next level. That's their frontline job. That's what they do. It's the judges and senior clerks and things that have been around the block. You know, these people would actually see these little keywords and actually start to see a little bit of humor mixed into this. There, that's when you know you have a pretty good command of what the hell's going on when you can actually spin it into humor now and express it unto others. So that on sufficient facts being established by statements herein to demonstrate the petitioner and adverse claimant having a better title, you've just supported what you just proved right here. So this... Again, you lay down some some things, and then you kind of lay a claim to it or suggest how you created that thing. Again, the thing this just didn't appear out of nowhere. It had it needs an, a chain of events that describes a truth to have occurred. What truth occurs, these facts and, and particular subject matters, a judge can now look at. Again, this is all, but this is all part of us claiming our interest or expressing an equitable interest or an adverse claim to a particular financial asset, however we want to describe it, at least it's getting that ball rolling. Again, the, uh, the whole concept of us abandoning our interests at birth is what led to this whole problem. Nobody knew this stuff though, right? High-level bankers, lawyers, these cats know, but your moms and dads and mine and everybody I know, not a chance. This is how that circle or that sphere protects itself. And you'll actually see here, as equity develops and rolls through, you still have to have the courage to file the paperwork to a court so that a clerk can look at it. And again, we got a few more loved ones coming through at us now. Uh, you know, uh, Lone Wolf has, has got some awesome shit coming at us. Uh, we're going to be talking about that in tonight's episode, which is going to be the petition. So literally what I'm suggesting here, loved ones, is we're taking everything we're learning out of the affidavit concept this morning's class, and then boom, bring that knowledge already up until this afternoon's or the seven o'clock show. So now you're able to assimilate within that six hour-ish window, you're going to be in a much better position for the seven o'clock show because you know how all these things are going to tie together. Okay, what's after the petition? Well, we're going to get the deed dealt with. And then what's after the deed? Okay, well, now we got to uh, finish those schedules, right? We got to finish the exhibits, label everything, get the envelope prepped, da, 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 da. last minute adjustments, big deep breath and envelope, go. And now the clock starts. So again, although I'm coming at you loved ones right now, well, this is as red as it gets. 
It only gets easier from here. I might just throw in the odd more little thing here, like um, when we start talking about fee simple absolute, the fee simple, this this fee, we need to understand and, and come to a, comprehend what this fee means. Uh, I'm going to talk about that in tomorrow's portion of the affidavit school. And then again, bring it on up to tomorrow evening's version of the petition school. And then by then, get ready because the deed's coming right around the corner. So between now and Tuesday, for when Bryce needs to be in um, appearing, we need to have all this done, restructured, and ta-da. So again, clock's ticking. So again, Lone Wolf's coming at us tonight with uh, a slightly different uh, perspective, but we're going to be mixing that in as well because you're going to start to see a very similar pattern to the remedies because of the same problem we all have at law the same problem that we've created by not expressing an interest in something that's ours, that's sitting on a shelf collecting dust, that someone should be using it. Someone should be, you know, taking advantage of this thing. Again, that's why we have that thing called equitable waste. We'll talk about that more in depth. So again, uh, when we're coming with the title of protected purchaser, this bona fide event, that's a big word in the legal world. With power to a point, that's huge. It's saying that, yeah, you've perfected an interest. You're entitled. You've actually got some power all of a sudden because you did something and you can prove it. And now that I got us something, I can already appoint. So before you start asking me, not you people, pretend I'm talking to a lawyer. So before you start asking me any ridiculous questions, may I refer you to, boom, Master Johnson at the Kelowna Courthouse. Regist uh, registry number, blah, 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 blah. You actually start to, you can literally grab that lawyer and suck him into your trust. Why? Because he's already expressing an interest in it. He's standing there as a party in interest. He's some type of party of record to this event where they're trying to administrate my estate, profit from it, and then hold me liable to pay for everything. Well, that kind of sucks to be that guy. Well, yeah, but you know what? Part of the deal when we all volunteer to act in person. It's part of a punishment. Whenever you hear the word person, associate that with the word punishment for now. But here's the beautiful part. We get to take a punishment off of us and now stick it onto the party that was supposed to have that. Ah, they're happy. You're happy. The judges, ha everyone's happy. And because of this, we're rewarded. <laughs> Keyword reward. You got a ward situation as in guardian ward relationship because we're still a lunatic because we've never expressed an interest in something so valuable only an idiot would do that that's us <laughs> over there on the public side of the fence and for those that know they're not allowed to tell us and here's why right after the emergency banking relief measures acts and all that shit that they passed in 1933 ish the next thing that they go ran through legislation in Parliament is all the secrecy acts, where they now swear extra oaths saying that they're not going to talk about this shit, ever disclose it, da 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 And if they are caught doing that, they actually get into a little bit of trouble because they don't have the same protections anymore because now they're actually subject to an equity court. And believe it or not, loved ones, the equity courts are way more severe than the public ones, and they're way more merciful. So that's why it's able to maintain its balance. It's properly checked. It's properly balanced. 
It's more spiritually driven. It's not economically driven. Why would we be economically driven when you have access to your treasure? See? No. It's the opposite. We're not attracted to the filthy lucre anymore. Why? Because you have dominion, my friend. You want What's dominion worth to you? Do you think you can even put a dollar sign to that? I'm going to suggest you can't. So this is going to go on. Okay, so we're talking about certain perfected interests. And that you've, uh, you're properly disposing of the same security interest attached to collateral. Again, this is land titles wording. When you're attaching to collateral, you must use the word listed. Again, another label, un- label? <laughs> another legal naval term. Ah, naval, that belly button again. <laughs> Cords being attached right through the navel. That's why the waters and again, all this birthing process, titles and ships, all that. There's so much history here. Mothers giving birth. Yeah, it's, it's all it's pretty cool if you dig into it a little bit. But when we're properly disposing of an interest, that means that we are divesting. Properly disposing of an interest attached to collateral listed, again, that naval term, as the all caps registration. That's the certificate. That's the property that's being listed a real estate agent gets this when you list a property for sale what happens there's a mechanism in the background some type of event is about to happen certain criteria is about to be registered somewhere it's about to be you know captain's logged star date because that event is going to represent a whole bunch of interests from a whole bunch of different parties that need to be itemized, accounted for, uh, tableized, calibrated, whatever you want to call it, and then stuck in a vault somewhere so that it can be referred to later if a future event changes the scope and mechanism of that instrument. So what, this is what vital statistics, land titles. That's why, the, that's why they all have these such big buildings and all these federal government buildings where all they're doing is pushing paper around. What paper? Where's all these? What's all this paper? Where does it all come from? Us choosing this side of the fence, creating a whole thing, a whole construct for ourselves because we volunteered to do it. Again, we volunteered to participate in this show that's what sets the stage for us to act in person, you know, pretend I got the strings attached to me, the little marionette guy for the rest of our lives until we figure out how to reach up. Well, until we figure out how to create scissors and then we'll cut those cords and then do something like run away, surrender, fix our problem. So what we're talking about here is collateral is a very important word. Here's the certificate and the resulting portion and remainder thereby. Well, there's another bunch of stuff going on. The result is your mind having this idea. This is what we start to call an incorporeal hereditament. Incorporeal means spiritual. It means the legal system can't really get control of it. See? Equity can, though. Equity and spirit work together. Legal and sin work together which program did we sign up for so that we're suggesting here that by my own devise that's the scheme word devised i devised this whole plan 
through spirits. That's where this is all coming from. And look, when we go do a little bit of research in a lot of these equity books and these legal texts and all this shit that we've been having to read for all these years, a lot of this stuff starts to make an incredible amount of sense really quickly. I know it's a little bit hard to read here and there. I, I, trust me, loved ones. I, sometimes I come across an equity paragraph and I go, I'll read that one later. You get a sentence into it. And they've talked about the, the same thing. They've talked about the same thing three different ways. And they've rev- like all these things are moving around and spinning. How do you even read that shit? Like, come on. Again, that's why I'm here to streamline and crayon this as much as we can. Um, so again, I'm not crayoning this particularly right just yet. I'm getting the hard version down, the red version down. Tomorrow, I can actually start to crayon some of this stuff and actually make this simplif- simplified for us. So and again, that's why these things are going to be evolving. And then tonight, over the rest of the, uh, the course of tonight and up until the other program showing up. Uh, hey, Darren, look, I saw this guy use this as a particular part of his affidavit. What do you think? Fire it up. Let's take a look. Again, there's been a lot of major contributors out there who've done a lot of homework that are very skilled and gifted men and women who, again, I'm not ever going to suggest that a man or woman's efforts, right? No, no, no. We're all here as one team trying to help each other. So I know you've had a chance to look at this. So this is just going to suggest, hey, I've got the power to appoint. I'm showing up to privately appoint a fiduciary trustee because I think I've created a trust. As a matter of fact, I know I've created a trust. Now, again, when as soon as I start talking about a little bit of legal shit right here at the bottom, the trustee act, da, 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 this is where I would say, remember the opening clause of our, our statement here? And where so stated, I have named the source of the information and believe the same to be true. A lot of people don't like the word believe because it's got the word lie built right into it. And therefore, it completely alters again in a more word fuckery i'm not going to say that's not true because you know what i don't know but you know what it's certainly plausible so for those that don't like to use that word believe okay but here this is what i'm suggesting when we showed up duly right here person's here and you're here of you are here uh, who's the one that believes well that's you acting in person because a man or woman would not use the word belief they would only use the word, I know. <laughs> I know this is true. And I know that's true. And I know that's bullshit. And I know that's at law. And I'm not touching that, Your Honor. I know, I know, I know, I know. I am, I know. These are the power words. These are the I'm not acting in person words. And when we start stitching enough of these things together, we can have some better, quicker results. So again, what I'm suggesting here, loved ones, is take this little part of this little affidavit clause that's forcing you to believe something. Okay, I'm saying fine. Take that shitty little clause and stick it to the last time you ever act in person. And I'm suggesting drop it right around here where you're talking about I've constructed a trust and thereby under doctrine of reformation, (laughs) can no longer act in person. So I'm depositing the the remnants or the remains. I'm depositing the remains of that person here. (laughs) Sounds like you're burying a body. That's like morgue terminology. Uh Yeah. Seriously, use some of that stuff. The judges know what you're talking about. When they see that you have such a command of all of this stuff, that you're bringing in all this peripheral, colorful language, you're literally creating a... um, 
a movie in the judge's head. When he can see that you're, you're writing this script, you're coming at the judge with a, a scheme, a play, a movie that is very entertaining. I've gotten documents back from governments and courts saying that they're not prepared to entertain my proposal at the moment. Entertain. <laughs> Hollywood. Yes. They're not prepared to entertain my shit right now. What did they actually just tell me? I haven't transferred the security interest properly. I haven't unleashed them. I haven't released them. I haven't taken off the, the handcuffs. Again, when we do that, that subrogation, that's the handcuffs coming off of us going on them. Believe it or not, they love being in their handcuffs. They're comfortable in that environment. They're comfortable in that realm. That's what they're waiting for. They're uncomfortable because you got something that belongs to them. So every time we walk into a public situation, they look at us going, no, there you are, the one that stole my shit. <laughs> but this is why we can be forgiven because it was an honest, innocent mistake. Again, at law does not let us correct that mistake. No. Try it. Bryce, or whoever's rolling into court next time, Your Honor, I wish to correct a, a, a mistake, error, or fraud. See what the judge says. I'm not going to try to predict that, that scenario, but you know what? He might say, we don't have time for that. What do you mean you just dismissed my whole... What? what? Uh, but again, that's how the judges maintain control of the public flow by just ejecting or dismissing or not acknowledging our equitable stuff. And again, until we show up defeating the presumption of title, until we show up defeating or... Def uh, I was trying to think of a word to spin for indefeasible, indefeasible in there. When we crush that legal situation, wrap it up with a trust, give it to the proper parties. As soon as we prove that, we're entitled. As soon as we can prove we're entitled, now we have a better claim to equity because you have a better clean title. Where did that better clean title come from? Right here. That opening paragraph to your affidavit. That, once a notary stamps this, <laughs> The only thing left now is that this thing needs to be registered at land titles somehow. This is going to carry a lot of jam. So you have a claim here. You've got something very valuable. Just because it's not registered does not mean it's not valuable. As a matter of fact, I'll pull it out of um, the legislation in British Columbia here where it's talking about there's a certain native band, um, the indigenous people. In the land titles wording, it says this band cannot have their interests registered because their interests are unrecoverable. That's the band acting in trust. That band knows some equity stuff. There's some elders in that band, well, maybe not now, but was at some point, they knew As soon as you are registrable or as soon as you're attached wholly, completely, as soon as you're completely attached to something that can be registered, that means you're going with it. Once that roller coaster cart goes up over the hill and you hear that final last click, 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 and then it goes silent, that means you're free falling. Yeah, there's no turning back. 
once we admit and create a record to wanting, desiring, I wish to volunteer for Egypt to be a slave and pledge my life energy to building the pyramids without complaint, without regret, without remorse. The system loves that. Oh, yeah, we'll take that. No problem. We need lots of people to build our pyramid. Problem is, now that a pyramid's built, we can literally roll in and take control of it, though, if we want. Uh, okay, so I don't quite remember where I left off, but that as a consequence of such facts, party A, you, ought to exercise her right, my right, as surety, who discharges liability entitled to assignment of securities. Boom. If you remember, loved ones, that was that magical number 34 out of the Law and Equity Act of British Columbia. That is a torpedo. But you'll notice I didn't, I didn't wrap it up with the Law and Equity Act, RSBC 1996, or whatever the hell that sub-terminology is for. Uh-uh. We can actually just refer to the, the, the spirit of it, the substance. Just quote the substance. Boom. They know exactly what you're talking about. When you show up with a bona fide claim, because you're a bona fide purchaser, proving a bona fide event as a result of, or as a consequence of all that, you are entitled to exercise your right to discharge any legal liability that was stuck to you, the man or woman, and now charge it to a new party. You got a discharge and a charge. There was a moment in time there where the switch got shut off. When the switch gets shut off, there's an interruption in the electrical system. The electrical system goes, boop, goes down for a second, like when your generator runs out of gas and you're about to lose all power. Literally, right now. I'm not sure if you can hear it or not, but it's happening. There. That was an interruption in the electrical system. Boom. So now I got to go put gas in the generator, start it again. But you know what? What gas am I putting in the generator this time? I'm putting special gas in. So when the machine turns back on, the lights are different. Everything is different. That is the interruption in the commercial world that switches us technically from debtor to creditor. Again, I don't really like to assume the creditor position. Do and don't. Why? Technically, I'm looking at it like our creator, our father. That's the creditor. If we are an extension of that, okay, fine. Maybe I would be more comfortable with sub-creditor or uh, a variation of the word creditor, an extension of the creditor. Uh, I'm sure there's a legal word for that out there somewhere. Um, okay, so again, just continue reading this stuff. Um, we're talking about being entitled to dispose of security interests. I have the thing and I'm entitled to get rid of it. Boom. If you don't have that one, two, you're not getting the three. Um, okay, so I'm not quite sure where I... Okay, and again, loved ones, if I'm... This particular uh, affidavit, again, after tonight's or today's class right here, I go right back to editing editing it more. So tom like tomorrow when you see this, it's going to be a little different. It's going to have more shit done to it. So don't be all hell bent on, I got to get this exactly down right now and da-da-da-da. No, because it's going to morph a bit anyway. Again... This is probably, we're looking at, I'd say, 70% of it. Of it. We got a little bit, you know, a couple more days of polishing this bad boy and moving forward. 
And then we're, we're going to post it later anyway, so you can have all the eyeballs on it anyway. Da, da, da. But again, every single word here is surgical. There's not a single wasted word in this entire affidavit, not one. A particular certificate of security and registered form and entitled thereby to grant. Yeah, that's you. Deliver, transmit, put into the possession of party B. And that such an equity does exist and that I am entitled to it and that now I claim such equity. Is, an, is there another man or woman out there that can rebut that? No. And here's why. Because they're acting in person. They're here. You're here. They're in the lower firmament. They're of soft, mushy mind. You're of firm mind. Two different classes of water we're dealing with. As you know, we got some below and we got some above. Difference. So we're claiming that equity again. That's a that's an uh, that's that one two punch that I love. That party B, whoever you just appointed as being your personal trustee to your personal express trust, uh, based on collateral attached to personal property, that was all personally dealt. See all see how the person is very involved with what we're talking about here thus far. So now this party B ought to be vested with the trusteeship duties to sequester and trace and marshal trust funds as declared relative to account number. Put your bank account number here. Put your mortgage number here. Put your driver's license number here. Put your social insurance number here. Any numbers. Accounts. Any accounts. Develop a list. Identify them a little bit if you want, but refer to them in the exhibit as well. Again, just don't lay it out here. Again, that's why developing these affidavits is going to be so important so everyone can actually kind of see how, how things are moved around here in the background. Okay, and I'm just going to be straight up honest right here. $46 million. Wow, what are you and Jody up to? Well, I'll tell you what. She had a big credit card debt and boom, paid it off. Got a nice little letter back from the lawyers and da 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 Now we show up. Okay, so now that account is closed, right? Uh-huh. Well, now that it's closed, now that it, it, now it's open on the public, uh, sorry, now it's open on the private side. We can now literally roll in, express that particular account to be trust property. We create the value of it. They now go and they find $46 million worth. How? By selling the portion of the interest you gave them. Imagine your life estate's this. You gave them this. Enough to go sell it for $46 million. Boom. They're happy. They just got a principal amount. Just showed up as a credit on the books. Oh, they like they love this. Why? Because they're marshalling securities. They're sequestering. They're accounting. They're they're crediting. They had a, a substantial special deposit show up, a birth certificate and a coin and a trust and, and instructions. They can now monetize the shit out of this. It's way better than anything they've ever had before. This is the real deal. Oh, everyone's excited whereby my private records indicate that the above closed account is valued at X. If an accountant now comes to you and says, where did you get that number from? Your answer is, well, after the future monetization of that particular note, this is what I feel it will be worth. If you wish to go provide uh, proper accounting, and I best suggest you go do so. And you know what? <laughs> when they go do that audit and they come back, 
you're going to be shocked at the, at the real numbers floating around back there. Now, I'm not suggesting this is more or less. I'm just going to suggest you're going to be very happy when you see what the real one's worth. So now they go take this portion out of the public debt because a national just showed up and used it. Boom. You just took your chunk out of the consolidated revenue fund, uh, a portion at a time. That's why we don't grant the whole interest. We don't grant the entire legal interest to this particular lawyer. No, 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 no. Just grant her a portion of it. What portion? Well, I don't know. Whatever portion is required to facilitate $46 million worth. That portion. The rest is trustee work. We don't even care how it happens. And then, again, you're going to be swear up. Uh, Again, so I would now come in and chop out sworn, right? Just go with it affirmed. Uh, da, 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 da. They've signed off on it. Once the notary signs off, on, again, so look at this. How long is this? What is this? Like two pages-ish. Yeah, we're going to throw in an eight and a nine in here. We're going to clean this up a little bit. I'm going to tighten this more. I won't be able to simplify this one for this particular one. We'll simplify versions of this as we go. But for this one, I'm gonna. I gotta maintain the the rigid, factual, technical. Da, 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 da. Okay, so I guess that's one hour, and that's giving you loved ones a, a bit of a flow as to where this is rolling. I think I've touched on everything I needed to. Uh, so yeah, back at seven, um, and again. Pay particular in, attention and in mind again when you go back and listen to this whole thing again the, at the beginning of this show. The more effort we can put into right now, the better off we're all going to be. I know life is trying to swallow us with all of its shit. I know. But that's why we're here because we are a little bit, we're a little bit immune to that more so than anybody. That's why we're here. We are already in a much better position than most because we have a little bit of this knowledge we got a fair bit of this wisdom and look at the progress we can make loved ones every day. Can you imagine us doing this for two hours a day? And then you go back and you start, okay, now you start spending your time doing some of the researching on some of these words. Ho hopefully, the, you know, the Queens and other loved ones here, we got, we got our glossary is just expanding all the time. But again, as I roll shit out here, I, I don't sit down and formulate any of this stuff the night before loved ones. This is just me rolling this stuff, stuff out right now in real time. I don't prep this the day before. There is no prep anymore. We're doing the prep on the fly. That's why the sharing component here is going to be so much more valuable. And we got soldiers like Bryce and, and, and Lone, Lone Wolf and others that are, are uh, taking on the beast. But again, don't look at it as such a mountain anymore because as soon as you tickle the dragon, guess what happens? Put the sword and the shield down. Come with a whole different mindset. Again, that's why I was talking about the, the meditation in the beginning and the one coming afterwards. Use these meditations. They actually have a bigger effect than you think. They really do. I'm not shitting you. I wasn't a big believer in these things until I met Jody. I never meditated at all. I found what I was doing, though, was I was meditating all the time on the fly. That's why, again, Dean will tell you, yeah, Darren just never seems to ever get mad at anything, no matter what happens. Always staying in control. Always. Despite the, even when the plane's going down. Mm -mm. Control. 
That's why us getting our control back seems to resonate with me so well. I put very little effort into actually all of this stuff. It just seems to already be here for some reason. And again, I'm just a conduit. That's all that this is. Just a messenger. Look what we've stumbled across. And again, fast forward a week from now, when I have actually had a little bit more time, where we do go back and crayon this again, when I'm throwing it at you red, this feels like, oh, shit, no, there's no way I'm going to be able to do this. Ah, I know. That's why I'm doing it. I'm focused on, I'm focusing on getting the green to yellow. I can get you to get to yellow. You know what? Success. Victory. Don't stay in green. Don't stay there. Okay, loved ones, I think uh, that should wrap it up until uh, 7 o'clock tonight where we're going to be introducing the other um, loved ones' paperwork in, a, in conjunction with Bryce. So we're going to have Scott Bryce. We're going to be developing the same thing on the fly because, again, as I was suggesting earlier, it's going to be very enlightening when you see how just a few remedies and a few set, uh, states of mind take care of almost the entire legal system as we used to know it. Okay, loved ones, so may we suggest you show up on time, please. We'll see you at 7. Thank you. Right, everybody.